Perik Vav in Hilchis Yisaidiyah Taira discusses the reverence that one must have with respect to God's name and related subjects. It starts uh, with the halacha that one is not permitted to erase any one of the shemais, one of the holy names, if it is written. And if he does so, he is liable for lashes. As it says in the Pasuk, Yibadatem as Shemam minamakimahu leitasen kein lashem lekechem and you shall destroy their names from this place, meaning the names of other gods. Do not do this to God your Lord. So from there we understand that you're not allowed to destroy the name of God. The next section gives the seven names which one is not permitted to destroy. And the list is the yud ke vav name, or if it's spelled alf dad nun yud either way it's pronounced the same way but spelled differently. The others are kel, eleka, elekim, elekai, shakai, and tzvakes. The Kesef Mishnah here notes that the name Elikai potentially is a misprint and really should be Ekia. The next section points out that if there are letters that precede God's name, so if it's like Lamed before God's name or Bez before God's name, so those letters are not holy. However, the letters that come after God's name, like Elikechem, those are holy and those are not permitted to be erased. Furthermore, if you begin to write the name of God, that is like Kel, or yud so that already is the name of God, and that is not permitted to be erased. By contrast, if you begin to write the name Shakai or the name Tzavakais, so that would be Shin and then Dalad, or Tzadik and then Bez, that is not yet the name of God, that is permitted to be erased. The next section states that any of the names that are given to God, which are a description of him, like Rachum and the like, those are permitted to be erased. If God's name is written on a utensil, then you can't throw out the utensil. You have to cut out the name and bury that part, put it properly in Geniza. One who destroys such a utensil without properly putting the name in Geniza incurs lashes. The name must be treated with respect, and therefore if anybody has the name of God written on them, like a tattoo or something like that, they shouldn't be naked with the name visible, uh, they shouldn't stand in a uh, place of filth. If they have to go into the mikvah because of a mitzvah, they should cover up the name with a mesh or something like that so that it won't be visible. Because it is usher, it is not permitted to stand naked before the name of God. A related halacha, one is not permitted to remove a stone from the altar, the temple building, or the courtyard if their intent is to cause destruction. This comes from a similar pasach as the one before. It comes from the pasach, Ki es mizbechaisam ti toitsun, and then it later says, Loisasun kein lashemeli kechem. You shall tear down their altars, and then finally, you shall not do this to the Lord your God. A related halacha, one is not allowed to destroy Kisve Kaidash and their commentaries. Anyone that does so is liable for uh, Makas Mardas. And the opposite is true for anything that's written by uh, a heretic those should be burned. This is true even if those texts contain the name of God, because the person writing them had no intent for it to be holy, he was just writing it like anything else. It is therefore a mitzvah to burn any of these texts written by heretics. If a non-Jew writes the name of God, it should be buried, and old texts that are no longer usable, those should also be buried. The last section goes through various places in Tanakh where a name is used that's not typically a name of God, but which is understood in the context to be a name of God and therefore cannot be uh, destroyed. It's a little too specific to present here, so feel free to check inside the text.